Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. episode 363. It is Friday here in Cincinnati. It is beautiful again. We have this unexpected warm streak of weather that is just perfect for fall. I have the windows open and my little kitten is jumping around (laughs) playing at my feet. So um, if you hear some unexpected pouncing or scratching noises, that would be her trying to participate (laughs) in today's broadcast. It's beautiful outside, unexpectedly beautiful, and um, the leaves are just in their glory right now. So if you are also in a place where the leaves are changing, it's, it's just so amazing to watch nature. Okay, where are we at? It's um, the 9th, is that right? <laughs> 9th, 10th, I think, of October. And we're in between a full moon and a new moon, and Pluto went direct, the vice presidential debates were this past week. (laughs) I don't know what else has been happening. There is so much going on in our world at this time, and sometimes it's hard to uh, absorb all of it or keep up with all of it. And I think we talked about this a little bit last week, like how do you sort through all of the news and the data that comes at you and decide where to put your focus and your attention? I, I believe that is only going to become more intense and more powerful as this year goes by and we move into next year. So our ability to discern and stay, stay in our lane. <laughs> I said that to a friend the other day on the phone. Like, I just need to stay in my lane. (laughs) There's so many other roads trying to converge in, and oh, it's just a little crazy. It's funny, as I have the window open, I thought they were done with some of the construction, but they may just be starting. So the topic that, the title that I felt right before starting this podcast was New Roads, which is so funny that I can hear the construction that I did not hear before the podcast started. Um, we live, I'll give you a little background on where this is coming from and then we'll see where we go. We live, um, on this little windy road in Cincinnati that, uh, Cincinnati, if you haven't been here before, has lots of hills and there's a river that runs right through the middle of our city. And so the terrain all around is very up and down, up and down and weaving. None of the roads except for downtown are very grid-like. You know, some cities are built on a grid. Ours is windy, twisty. (laughs) Good luck. Good luck trying to find your way around. And where I live, this road has some beautiful, the main road that we're off of has some beautiful curves and it's just lined with trees on both sides. There's only a few houses actually on the road. Most of them are roads coming off of our windy road. 
And so because it's really hilly and there are so many natural woods, there aren't a lot of places you can build directly on this main road that comes to our private lane. And so the whole time we've been here for years now, there's been no construction around us. Most of the homes are pretty settled and the neighborhoods that come off of the other roads are pretty settled. Well, literally in the last two months, maybe month and a half, (laughs) there's suddenly all this construction happening. Uh, Right at the top of the hill, they're going to be putting in some apartments. So they're clearing this brush that's I don't even know how they're getting in and doing it. They're having to demolish a little hill to get the land to be flat enough. And then directly across from us, from our little lane, there's this really cool kind of strange road that has two angles. You can come in and out of it. And that road has been crumbling and falling apart for a while. Well, last week in three days, they completely repaved the road tore it apart, put down or straightened it out and then put down the asphalt another layer and now it's done. (laughs) So we have this beautiful, beautiful road. The picture I'm using for today's episode is of the road with the sunlight on it. It's just gorgeous. You know, when a road has just been paved, how beautiful it is. And that's what they just did. So that has happened in the last week. And then two days ago, two, two days ago, it just happened. There's this beautiful stretch of um, grass, lawn, I don't even know. It's not really wild fields because the gentleman who owns it mows it, but it's just this huge expanse of lawn surrounded by woods at the top of the hill. I've taken so many pictures of this in my podcast episodes. Often there's a mist right at that, um, right where I take the picture from, and so there's this beautiful view and I've used it in so many of those images. It's about 30 acres that this gentleman owns. He has a little house right at the entrance, and you see him all the time on his mower, (laughs) just going back and forth, and he takes care of all of this land. Well, he's had a for sale sign up for years since we've been here, and no one's ever done anything with it, which we love because from our backyard at the top of our hill, you look across the valley right into his land, and it's just all been grass and trees. Well, (laughs) two days ago, there's a new road. (laughs) There's a new road being built right into that property, and my husband talked to him. He said he's sold to an individual, and they're going to build one house way back in the woods. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe there'll be more houses. Maybe the trees are going to go away. It's hard to know what will happen in the future. Before right now, there's more construction. <laughs> there's more um, ground being leveled and and activity and noise. And it's just been um, so in my awareness, so apparent to me that I'm going to talk about it in this podcast, <laughs> which... <laughs> Originally, the title I was going to use was Paying Attention. (laughs) I'm like, eh, that sounds like a teacher saying pay attention. That's not quite the message. The message feels like what's the bigger picture happening around me and how do I translate what I'm feeling and sensing in a way that I can send to you that allows you to look at it in your life and interpret it into what it means in your journey. So for me... 
all these roads converging, all these changing roads, the new developments that are happening around the roads, there's suddenly this new creation, life force. Um, I mean, last week we talked about building, right? The whole Sensei Public Schools building program and whether you keep the old or create new, tear something down or start or (laughs) renovate it or tear it down and start fresh. Well, here I am seeing it happen right around me in a way that has not ever happened in this area before since we've lived here. And (laughs) we literally just did our own driveway during quarantine, demolished the whole driveway. I just made that connection right now as I'm saying this out loud. (laughs) We literally spent months (laughs) planning and preparing and then hiring these amazing people to come and completely tear apart our entrance to our house and then rebuild this beautiful new driveway. So funny as that connection was just made. And now that energy is rippling out in bigger ways around us in our immediate neighborhood. It's not lost on me the significance that these are roads, these are uh, pathways into other places. The road that they just blacktopped or asphalted, I, that's the road I go up every morning for my run. I climb up it, <laughs> do my run, walk all the way back down again to come into my neighborhood. The new road that's being built into that 30 acres Right now, it's just dirt and a little bit of gravel, and they're tearing up all this beautiful grass, which makes me a little sad. But they're they're creating something completely new, and it's coming off of the road that's just been blacktopped. Everything, everything feels so um, interconnected in this moment to me, which was another title I was playing with. I'm like, how do you explain? interconnectedness (laughs) I don't know (laughs) maybe through this example of roads (laughs) one connects to the other connects to the other and you can't get to the 30 acres if you don't have the blacktop road clean enough you can use it to get into that new space (laughs) it does feel like oh this is a big statement to make it feels like this year we have we have just been exploring so many ways in which we are all interconnected and how every system relies on the other systems to be functioning properly in order for everything to flow and work as we would like it to. For <laughs> There's so much information right now. I'm like, oh, how do I explain all that? <laughs> how do I say all that? How do I slow down enough to let it come through? <laughs> We'll stick with the roads example. (laughs) When we were building our driveway, this is a small example, the private lane that we live on is built with asphalt. And so you can, I hope I'm saying these words right, asphalt, it's such a weird word when you spell it. In order to keep that road strong and not break it, there's a limit to the amount of weight that trucks can hold when they come in and out. And so when we were building our driveway, it was really important to our construction team that they knew the limit of weight that they were allowed to drive up and down. So the concrete trucks had to be a certain size. If they were bigger than that, our HOA does not allow 
anyone to bring that much weight up and down the road. And so the the health and structure of the main road, well, we can even go further back, the big road that our little road comes off of <laughs> has to be strong and healthy too so that the trucks can get down to get to our private lane, to get up to our driveway, to drop off the concrete or pour it so that the driveway can be created. It's the same for this gentleman who sold the 30 acres. In order for someone to get to that land and be able to build that house, they need to be able to get machinery and equipment back and forth. And so there has to be a strong pathway to move all of that um, material to where they need it to go, which means that road that was just uh, repaved needs to be strong and healthy enough that the trucks can get up and down and turn in and deliver. When the main roads aren't strong, then those new roads can't be built. There you go. <laughs> There's the podcast <laughs> right there. <laughs> I said it all. <laughs> when those main roads are not healthy, <laughs> then new roads cannot be built, <laughs> which is everything. It ties into our physical bodies. When the main function systems of our physical bodies are not healthy and strong, we're not able to grow and regenerate healthy new cells because the main systems aren't functioning properly. The podcast I did called All About Flow specifically talks about the body. Why why is it such a complicated system? Because everything is interconnected. Because all of the systems rely on each other. And if you ignore nutrition, something else is going to fail. If you ignore the health of your blood, something else will fail. It's all interconnected and, and flowing in this beautiful, complex, incredible way. And so the health of the main systems absolutely impacts our creativity, the new that we can bring through us. <laughs> it's the same for our government. <laughs> this will not be a political speech, but let me just say the main structures of our government need to be healthy and strong in order for new energy, new roads to be created. And we are micro-examining this here in the United States right now from the top level of the presidency all the way down to the grassroots level, as I described. Was it just last week in the podcast that I talked about grassroots? Was it the week before? <laughs> Who knows? It's all, it's all so blurred together. <sighs> yes, I am just sending powerful clarity and strength to the main structures of our government. I think of literally just the voting process. If, if all of us in the United States could simply see the voting prod process as highly integrous, each individual vote being placed with integrity and clarity and commitment to the vote, and all of that integrity being poured into the voting system. Can you feel how that main structure of our entire system of freedom here in the United States gets strengthened? When we see our vote as counting and 
we take it seriously and we see it as the gift that it is to express our voice and to hear, have our voice be heard in the government. When we see it that way and we pour that energy into our Tuesday, November, my gosh, what is the date? The third? Is that right? The second? I should have that date memorized. When we all pour our our focus into that with such integrity and strength, the main road, the main road is stronger and then new roads can be built from that. And there's a lot of question at this time on that main road, that main structure of our political system. So let's each do some rebuilding now while we can. See it as solid, safe, steady, (laughs) ready for whatever the collective decides. That's the point of a democracy. When the collective makes a decision, that collective voice is heard. And then all respect that collective voice from the presidency all the way down to the grassroots level. So main roads to new roads. Yeah, and then there's the... I'm just going to touch on this, but the collective Aquarius, is that even the title to give it? The age of Aquarius movement as as humanity is slowly turning. Another title I thought of this morning was um, Turning the Titanic. (laughs) You know, if... If only the Titanic had been able to turn ever so slightly, it wouldn't have hit the iceberg and we wouldn't have had that disaster. And yet when I was feeling into that title, all I could think is, well, it needed to happen. That experience was destined to happen because all of these other shifts happened in humanity after that. And if that one incident had not happened in the way that it did, the whole course of humanity may have been different. There's a whole conspiracy theory about the financial decision makers that were all on that, you know, very wealthy uh, guest list boat (laughs) and how perhaps there's a reason that that happened because it changed what happened in the United States with our financial system and the structures that were put in place. For me, when I think about this idea of new roads, we, we are sitting in a time, I wouldn't even use the word sitting, we are somewhat floundering <laughs> in a time, we are uh, paddling really hard. <laughs> I feel like I need all these water examples since we're talking about the age of Aquarius. <laughs> we're uh, like little ducks paddling really fast under the water, trying to figure out, like, which way are we turning humanity? How are we shifting course? And do we even know where we're going? Do we even know what we're shifting towards? What is going on? It's so unfamiliar, the the collective vibration of humanity right now. There's just so many changes happening so quickly. And And it's happening physically for many of us in our bodies, 
whether it's through COVID or all of the resulting uh, physical things that are coming from the stress and the intensity of COVID around us. The collective fear is creating so many other physical problems with people. So whether we're feeling it physically in our bodies or emotionally, so many people I talk to are like, it's a roller coaster. One moment I'm happy and the next moment I'm sad and then I'm angry and then I'm disappointed. (laughs) There's just this wave constantly of emotion that is moving through and I don't know where I am. And in the morning I could be here and in the afternoon here and in the evening I'm somewhere else. That's also part of this collective movement we're shifting physically literally physically changing in the dna of our bodies the there's so many changes happening scientists will say it's virus related or environmental climate change related i say it's collect it's it's uh, (laughs) sorry the words today (laughs) are coming through way too fast my lips cannot keep up (laughs) I believe it's a crystallization shift, that there is so much more light coming into the human form. And as all of that light is coming in, we're trying to acclimate and adjust in our physical bodies. And our our physical bodies are having to release to let go of the energies, the blocks that are not a match to that new version, that new frequency of light. My whole creation during quarantine of light medicine is all about this. There's so much light coming into the body and our physical forms are going, what? (laughs) What is happening? And it's creating uh, stress and turmoil in the physical body. You can look on my website, I Am Light Medicine has all these different protocols of what do you do when you get a headache or a fever or... Um, bowel issues or ringing of the ears, all of the ascension symptoms, all of the physical ailments that take us to the doctor and that give us all of these diagnoses, I believe are also directly connected to light, to a higher frequency of energy coming into our bodies. Our minds cannot wrap around what is happening and so the physical body is resisting and creating all of this anguish and then we got to figure it out we we can't live in a physical body that's in chaos and so there's a lot of medicine a lot of illness hospitalizations there's so much pain that I have been personally witnessing in those around me and It's difficult because the pain is very real and the internal struggle and anguish in the body is very real. And and to shift from feeling that much pain to trying to understand it through this lens of more light, a higher frequency, it's hard for the mind to bridge those two. And so that leads me to the mind. As we are moving through this shift into the age of Aquarius, we have the physical ailments, we have the emotional ups and downs, and we have the mind. And the mind is the old road. It's the the road that has been there since we can remember. It has its tread marks from how many times we've 
said those things, thought those things, believed those things, been told those things. The mind is the old road for many of us. I don't want to limit this by saying everyone is the same because we are not. Everyone is having their own experience. Collectively, the mind is struggling to understand what is happening in this shift to the age of Aquarius. And for us individually, that feels sometimes like we're going crazy, like we are out of our minds. I mean, just think of all the phrases you've ever heard of that people say about the mind. And then multiply it by a million. (laughs) That's what you probably feel at times. I know, I go through that too. I have these moments where I'm like, what? What am I even thinking? I don't even know what I'm thinking. What is happening? There's such a, well, I'll describe it this way. The frequency that I feel coming into our planet, into our human experience, it's not only impacting our physical bodies, it's also impacting the way that our minds process and scientists biologists doctors maybe would talk about you know biological reasons of what's happening and chemicals and endorphins I don't know enough about that side of it to explain it and I really don't feel like I need to know because I trust what I'm receiving for me the frequency of light that is coming into the mind is shifting the way that our mind works with our bodies and our souls. To me, optimal health is mind, body, soul working together in one cohesive unit at a really high vibrational point where the soul is guiding, the soul is guiding the activities of the mind and the body. I believe that is the age of Aquarius, if I could summarize it in a very simple way. We are shifting to a higher way of being in the human form, where this more infinite aspect, the soul, the light, the consciousness that connects all of us is what guides the activities of the mind and the body. And so where we have been much more individual before, my mind and my body control my soul and the soul's at the bottom of the list. And the mind is usually at the top. My mind is going to tell me what to do. I'm going to think it through. I'm going to follow the path and my body will do what I expect it to perform as because the mind told the body to do it and will drag the soul along behind. In this age of Aquarius that we are moving towards, the soul is, is the guide, the greater energy. And the soul is communicating with other souls constantly. And the soul is communicating with the infinite consciousness, whether you call that source or God or one or universal energy or whatever you call it. It's all the same uh, frequency. It's It's a unity. It's a way that we are all one uh, thought. That's not the right word. We're all one movement. (laughs) We're all one flow. Let's put it that way. That makes the most sense. We're all connected to this one flow of movement. And when we remember that, 
when we allow that to be what guides our mind, there's a shift in gears. There's a new road that's being formed out of the old road. The old road says, I know my mind. I know what I want. I know who I am. I know why I'm here. And this is the path I'm on. I know my road. The shift into the age of Aquarius says, yes, and, and there's a new road being built. There's a new road that's going to come off of that old road. And the new road is where all of us start to remember we're this one collective frequency, this one collective flow of energy. And that means that the mind, the mind is, uh, what's the best description? There's going to be new equipment and trucks going over the old road to get the materials to the new road. <laughs> Isn't that a great visual? <laughs> For us to remember that we are all one unified flow of energy, we've got to move some stuff. We've got to make some changes. There have to be some. Um, there has to be some planning and and uh, equipment transfer through the old road to get what we need into the new road. So what do I mean by that? <clears throat> well, there may be some uh, tearing down. <laughs> I'm picturing what's happening at the top of the hill. You can probably even hear the construction trucks. Isn't that amazing the way that Source provides exactly the soundtrack we need for today? <laughs> it's so good. I mean, you can't plan this stuff. <laughs> So when I think of what's happening at the top of the road, at the 30 acres that's going to create this one new home, my husband and I both are like, it's so pretty. It's going to be for more homes than one. <laughs> There's no way. That land is just so beautiful with all the trees. They're going to want neighbors. They're going to want friends. <laughs> There's going to be more people moving in. And then we'll wave at them from where we are on our side of the hill over where they are. <laughs> Uh, maybe we'll put a zip line across eventually and we'll get to know our new neighbors. <laughs> that would be something my husband would absolutely do. <laughs> when I think of what's happening there, someone has to stand at the edge of the current road and look at the landscape and say, okay, what makes the most sense is for us to build a path that goes around to the left over here and to the back to where we want to place our new home and it's going to have to be this wide and we'll need to make sure it's really solid underneath so we can run some big trucks so that we don't destroy the original dirt and then we can't actually create a driveway eventually someone has to sit and kind of plan all of that out and then from the old road Someone's going to have to coordinate who's bringing what supplies, what equipment is needed, when will it be here, how do we deliver it on time. This is all that I learned in my construction time. Remember I said I worked at a construction firm and I know nothing about construction. I learned a lot. You got to have a plan. <laughs> and then you have to execute the plan and you have to keep everybody on track for the plan. So perhaps this is the guidance for our minds, our old roads, as we tune into this possibility of creating a new way 
a new road, a new age of Aquarius. Perhaps the guidance for our mind is, you need a plan. We need, we need some way to stand in the old road and look at the new road and imagine it and talk about it and look at the different options, brainstorm it with other people, start to coordinate resources. What does that mean in your physical reality? Well, be aware of what your old road is. What are the thoughts, the, the activities, the experiences, the happenings that are the old treads on your road? What are they? Where are you getting caught up in doing it the way you've always done it? Where are you finding resistance? If there are patterns that are being reflected to you over and over again, hitting you in the face (laughs) over and over again, (laughs) people are saying the same things to you and it's driving you crazy because they keep telling you the same thing, but you haven't actually done anything to change it yet. That might be a good place to start. In this age of Aquarius, the collective consciousness is coming into our experience more and more powerfully. It's, it's like you can't avoid what is being put right in front of your face. COVID, for example, has brought to everyone's attention how much energy space we each hold. What's your space? What's my space? Who's in your bubble? Who's not in your bubble? How responsible are you for owning the energy bubble you take out into the collective communities? If you have COVID or you've been tested positive in some way or know someone, the collective agreement is stay home and be in your own bubble until your energy has shifted and then go out into the collective knowing that you've cared for others by showing that quarantine time. We're aware of our energy space in ways we never have been before. So that's just one example. There are so many ways that the collective energy is helping to guide us through this transition. Astrologers are literally giving us guideposts, milestones, place markers on the old road they're they're putting signs everywhere on the old road saying okay here's the next collective shift okay here's how you can navigate through it without losing your mind okay prepare your mind because this is what's coming next astrologers are are working overtime (laughs) right now to help our minds through this shift into the age of aquarius So perhaps your mind needs more, um, maybe you need more space to be able to see all of those signs. Maybe you need more conversation with others if you've been more isolated so you can talk about what those signs are looking like for you and what they mean and how to navigate them. Maybe you need more sleep so that your body can rest and your mind can rest and your soul can tune into that collective frequency and do what it needs to do. Maybe a little more meditation or time in nature 
would help you help your mind to be more soothed so that more information from the collective energy can come into your awareness maybe chanting music everything i talk about in these podcasts all of the tools and resources i share with you are ways to help you move through this transition with the least amount of struggle and suffering possible. I mean, you can struggle and suffer as much as you want, but it doesn't have to be that difficult. And often, simply the awareness is enough for us to... It gives our mind something to work with. So we can... <laughs> we can close our eyes for a moment like you may be doing right now as I'm doing and say to your mind, okay, remember, remember what Viv said in that podcast. Remember, we're going into the age of Aquarius. The mind is the old road and there are new roads being formed. So maybe what is happening right now in my mind is just some of that preparation again, putting the plan in place so that I can see what my new road is going to look like. So everything's actually okay. I'm not crazy. I'm not overwhelmed. I'm just navigating through this time in a way that my mind is able to process. And so I'm going at the speed that works best for me. Maybe we just start saying that to ourselves. Like, you know, I'm doing really well and I'm going through this at just the right speed for me. And other people may be going faster or slower, but that's okay. Because I know in this age of Aquarius, it's all moving towards one collective. So it really doesn't matter who's there first, who's there last, who's there in the middle. We're all going to be there at the same time together. So it doesn't really matter. There's no rush and there's no agenda. And maybe... Maybe the whole point is for me to be enjoying exactly where I am. If I'm sitting in the middle of my old road with my feet planted and my arms crossed, just staring at all of this, going, what? (laughs) What the hell happened? What? Did I sign up for this? I don't remember this agreement. (laughs) If that is how you're feeling right now, it's okay. It's okay, because you're going to end up in the collective space at the end anyway. (laughs) So it's okay to have a little meltdown or a temper tantrum and cross your arms. I've done it many times. (laughs) Pretty recently, actually. (laughs) And sometimes it just feels really good. It feels really good to stomp our feet and go, this shit show is just getting old. (sighs) Other times... Maybe it's about many of us just standing in the old road. This is how I felt this morning, you know, when I was on the old road that had been repaved to prepare for that new road that's being built. I stood at the bottom of the hill, slowly walking, just looking at it, going, what a beautiful new road. I didn't realize how beat up it was before. It was so torn apart and the cars had gone up and down and everything was crumbling and there was it just looked old and this new road it's the exact same place the exact same distance everything's the same but it just looks so pretty because of the repaving 
So maybe we all are just taking a moment to stand somewhere on the old road and visualize it as being repaved. Maybe that's enough for right now. Just just what I described with the voting process. Stand exactly where you are, side by side with all others who are going to vote and just visualize the old road, the old system of voting in a new president and visualize it paved with integrity and, and clarity of choice and an agreement that we are doing this collectively. And so whoever gets elected collectively is who we want to be leading us into whatever this new age of Aquarius vibration is. And so on the other side of the election, temper tantrums are completely unnecessary when we stand here now and we see the road already paved. The power of just that shift is impossible to measure in this moment. The power of visualizing an old road repaved is impossible to measure. It is, it is so valuable. So whatever is coming up for you, as I describe old roads and new roads, stand in the old one. Sit with your friends and talk about the old roads, the old pathways of the mind, the old ways of being, and then visualize how you would repave that old road so that it's strong and ready for the new roads of the age of Aquarius. Imagine our current bodies with less stress. Just that one shift. Visualize our bodies with less stress. with deeper breath. We can change that in an instant and see how that becomes a new paved old road, which then prepares our bodies for whatever the new human vehicle is going to be, whatever this new version of the human looks like where the soul is guiding us. The soul is in the front and the mind is following the commands of the soul and the body is simply the vehicle through which the soul does its work. I think that was the original intention of the human form, but we kind of got a little out of whack <laughs> along the road. And I, I feel like the age of Aquarius is us redirecting, creating something new after experimenting with the human body in this way and realizing, eh, <laughs> it's really not at its optimal form. <laughs> the human body has kind of become way too messy. We can simplify this. We can elevate this. We can bring light into the human body and align it with the collective consciousness of light. Whoa, <laughs> that would be cool. I wonder what that would look like. And then there may be others, perhaps like I feel I am, who are standing at the edge of the old road, visualizing the new road, seeing where the house is going to be built, talking about what is going to happen in this vision of what we're creating. We are, we are right there just sharing it all, telling everybody, the organizers, the planners. Remember I did a, a podcast a while ago called The New Earth Architects. We're the ones seeing what is being built, what is being created. 
And it's so thrilling. It's so exciting to tap into that frequency because the soul is so clear in what's possible and where we're headed and what collective consciousness actually looks like when it's at a, an optimal level in the human collective. Collective. <laughs> oh, words. Sometimes they just aren't there. <laughs> they just don't match the high frequency. We need a whole new language. Maybe that's what I can work on. Sounds. Sounds to convey <laughs> what I see possible through my soul. Uh, if only I had a good singing voice, I would just sing it to you, but <laughs> you don't want to hear that. <laughs> so I guess I'll just laugh. I'll just, I'll share it through my joy. What is possible for us as a new humanity in the age of Aquarius is absolutely thrilling and filled with joy, filled with love, filled with a sense of connection. We will be functioning as one humanity. When? I don't know. We're figuring it out as we go because we're building a new road and there's always all kinds of delays and unexpected problems. <laughs> I worked in the construction industry. There's always something that's going to mess up the plan. <laughs> no matter how good the plan is, something will mess it up. <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay because I know and you know if you're listening to this because you'll feel it inside of your physical body. Your soul will be nodding furiously up and down. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I know we will be one humanity. And if that is the eventual experience, outcome, place, location, thing that we're all going to be in, energy, frequency, flow, <laughs> if that's where we're going... It doesn't really matter who's where at what point because eventually that will be our truth. And the peace that that experience offers us, allow that to guide you through these times. Allow the knowing that it is happening. It is happening and it is inevitable. So perhaps that knowing can just start to pick you up and carry you through some of the moments where it feels a little extra intense. Your mind is just trying to adjust to that new knowing. And it's okay. Those old roads are very familiar. And when we learn new roads, sometimes it's a little confusing and you know, it takes a while to get to understand how they're all connected and how to find our way to where we want to be. So it's okay. It's okay. You just keep doing the things that nourish you and steady you and, you know, feel this frequency. Come back to this frequency when you need to be steadied. It's the same frequency <laughs> through all 363 episodes. <laughs> You'll feel the same frequency the whole time. <laughs> so just put it on shuffle and play the frequency over and over and you will, you will receive that same steadying. Okay, new roads, old roads, all roads. <laughs> all roads lead to one. 
Okay, I am switching gears. It's time for our gym call. So excited. If you are looking for community, I'm telling you, the energy gym is the place to be. And then Sunday, we'll be gathering for our meditation, our energy clearing and healing. So if you are looking for more studying and guidance, the Sunday calls are an incredible way to to tap back into the frequency. I wish you such a beautiful weekend. Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.